With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. To honor America, please rise for our national anthem. With us this evening is the Vice Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Peter Pace. He is representing sailors, soldiers, airmen, Marines, and Coast Guardsmen serving our nation with pride around the world. To our military services, we say thank you for your dedication and professionalism in protecting America's freedom. And now, ladies and gentlemen, multiple Grammy Award winner and Houston native, Beyonce Knowles. Gumbo, that good beef stew for you, you dig? Holla, holla.
You are now tuned in to the Soul Kitchen Radio Sports Show. You play to win the game. You play to win the game. You have something to say, call right now. 714-694-4150. Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. Radio is week three right now, baby. What's up, Memphis Lou? What's going on, Square? I'm 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 fired up and ready this week, man. My Cowboys, I think they're gonna write the chip. Oh man, I got Monday night Peyton Manning Monday night football. We about to go in there to Denver and show them really what's up. Yes, we are gonna uh, we're gonna go in there and we're gonna upset the world by beating up Peyton Manning and bringing Oakland a W. That's what we're gonna do this week, Monday night. I want to see that. I want to see that because I want to see a lot of run DMC. So that's why I need you guys to keep it close. <laughs> How do you like that new intro? All right, that's pretty good. Okay, you, you want to upset some Republicans cutting off the national anthem. They're going to come get you and put you on that watch list. <laughs> <laughs> you know, who, who, who's that boy I think he is? <laughs> don't, don't be cutting off Beyonce, boy. <laughs> there it is. Hey, so we got a great show for you today. We want you to get online, 714-694-4150. I am going to open up that chat room right now so we can chat. You can talk all that mess. And by the way, my buddy, Brian Sanford, Camacho's, Camacho wins. Every time he plays, he puts my name in his, his stuff. I beat the mess out of that boy last week in fantasy <laughs> football in his league. I must have beat him by like 20-something points. I beat the mess out of him in his league, which makes it even better. Because, yeah, he beat me in my league, but I beat the mess out of that boy in his league. Brian Sanford, I'm calling you out. I beat you, partner. It's all good. Today on the show, we got we got Aaron Jackson coming on the show. Did you guys get a chance to look at the uh, the documentary? Yeah, I looked at the it's very interesting. It's always good to see, you know, black fathers encouraging their sons and, you know, and families just uh, pushing and, and seeing the drive in a child. And, uh, and, and and it's time it paid off. You know, Deshaun Jackson is, uh, from everything I've heard, he you know, he's a great human being and he's also a great football player, which doesn't help me out on some on some Sundays. But, um, <laughs> man, it's, it's, it's going to be awesome, man. You know, I mean, that's – that's good, good, good quality raising. You know, a, a cow standout. Just if we could only get him away from the Philadelphia Eagles, he'd be a great guy. <laughs> there, <laughs> Brian. What's going on, man? Welcome to the show. Thank you. What's going on? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't actually have a chance to watch it. I, I wish I did. Um, but uh, like what Lewis is saying, it, it is. It is great to see families that are you know, together and have that bonding, you know, and that's a, that's a key ingredient in life is, you know, having a father and having a mother that supports you in sports that you can go all the way and they travel to your games and they're there from you from Little League to college, you know, no, high school to college to the pros. I mean, that's just awesome. You know, we don't have a lot of that. What's up, this is Sean Jackson. You listen to Soul Kitchen Radio with Brian. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so at at nine fifteen, and it's 
15 at whatever the hell hour you're at in the country, in the world, whatever, at 15 in about in about five, six, seven minutes, uh, Byron Jackson is going to be calling us on the phone. Today, we got some great matchups. Today, we got a lot of stuff happening this week. The out of nowhere, I get a text from Brian. Hey, did you know that Trent Richardson is now a, a cult? What? <laughs> I said, now, now, me knowing Brian, Lou, you know Brian. How much of that did you think was garbage when he sent you that text? I, I thought it was 100% garbage because I, I got I got similar texts from a, from a good friend of mine, and he says, man, Trent, Trent Richardson's a cult. And, and my, my first response was, you know, get out of here, you know, forget about it. And, and he, he sent word. And I go to ESPN, and they're not reporting it. I go to uh, the NFL Network, and they're not reporting it. And I'm like, this dude is normally on point. So I I go to uh, Twitter. He says he, he got it. Uh, he said Jim Irsay uh, has tweeted it. And lo and behold, and I changed the channel back to ESPN. Breaking news, you know. Um, I, I tweeted it. I, I tweeted you, uh, Soul Kitchen Radio. And, you know, there's been a lot of debate all week about this Trent Richardson trade. <clears throat> and people say that the Cleveland Browns have given up. People say that the Indianapolis Colts got away with murder. But I think this is a win-win trade. Cleveland knows that today, well, let's say last Sunday, they didn't have the quarterback of the future. They didn't have the running back of the future for the Cleveland Browns. So they took proactive measures to get what they need. And uh, as a fan of football, you know, I don't like that because I want to win now. But when you, when you step back and you, you think about it in the grand scheme, you know, at the end of the day, this is a business. That was a great move, you know, because they're going to have two two first rounds, um, one second and two threes in the next draft, you know. So there's some quality guys that are going to come out this fall. I mean, uh, in this in this draft that's coming up, and with two first rounders, a second and two thirds, you can get some quality, very very good guys that can be cornerstones for your for your franchise for a long time. You know, you got to remember. What's his name? Yeah. Uh, what's- What's that guy's name that everybody's talking about right now at, at uh, the Gamecock? Oh, the Clowny. You, Clowny. You, shit, you can get you can get Clowny. They, they can Clowney mess around and, and get Johnny football. Yeah, Johnny football. They, they can get Johnny football. Johnny, you know, Johnny might be coming out. I mean, Bridgewater, Teddy Bridgewater. There's a lot of good boys from Clemson. Uh, Clowny, I don't know about Clowny. He will get probably a lot of trouble again, and you know. Uh, I mean, I kind of agree with what Lewis said, you know, but Lewis did say at the beginning of the year Cleveland Browns are going to surprise some people, you know. Um, Cleveland Browns I, I, I didn't think it was going to be like that. <laughs> 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 thinking, you know, i got to call them out. Cleveland Browns win two games this year. They win two games this year. They don't have a quarterback. So, yeah, they, you know, Brandon Whedon, you know, he's just too old. I mean, 30 years old, he's a Chris Winkie. He'll be out of the league in a couple of years. I mean, they're starting Brian Hoyer at quarterback. Uh, they're looking to trade, well, you know, Josh that, that's because because he's hurt. That's because he's hurt, but I, but I, I, sources are saying after uh, Whedon comes back off the injury, 
that he's been put on notice. That, that, that that's it. Yeah. You know. So I mean, shit's changing in in Cleveland. Yeah, you know, but, and, and and who knows how Trent Richardson's going to do? Um, you know, with the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, you know, a lot of people are saying, "Oh, pick him up," you know, trade for him, trade for him. But you know, we'll see. I mean, the Colts got a tough tough matchup against the Niners today, but. Uh, you know, so here's a, here's a question for today, you guys. Sure, sure. For everybody out there that's Trent Richardson holders, do you play Trent Richardson today against the 49ers? Damn right. The, yeah, you the, do. I think you might get one Colts, touchdown today. Hey, the, the Colts already put it out there. They made it their business to uh, to let the world know. Trent Richardson was traded to play football, not to hold a, a clip. At the end of and the day, cool. he's a football player. And that's Bradshaw. You know, Bradshaw's not going to get probably – Bradshaw people should probably be dropped. Uh, you know, um, but, I, you know, I want to call out Jim Harbaugh right now. Uh, you know, and I, someone was saying this on Facebook. You do not start out in Smith, okay? The guy got a DUI. He was caught with pot. When is, when is his, this douchebag, John Hart, uh, Jim Harbaugh, who's an idiot, going um, to set, set a record? He should sit his ass down. I don't care if the Niners are playing the Colts. You know, the guy – got out of some legal trouble. He's had tons of legal trouble. He has not behaved himself, and I hear he's starting today. I'm, I'm, I, I, if I was a Niners fan right now, curious Niners fans, what do you think out there? This guy's a disgrace. This guy needs to be locked up, and someone needs to just just put reality into him, you know? I mean, I'm going to put that out on Facebook. We're going to see. We're going to take a toll because I agree. I don't think he should be playing. I think he should sit. He, should, he shouldn't even be allowed to go to the – the, shouldn't even be allowed to go into the stadium today, on the day, the, the same week where he gets he gets busted for a, for a DUI. If I was working, if I got busted for a DUI, I'm gonna lose my job. You know? Hey, I'm, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it home. I'm gonna if bring Luke it home and make it very personal. For DUI, yeah, I'm gonna lose my job. Yeah, I'll, I'll be on television. But but here's here's yeah. here's one even even better. There are times where I have to console my children. And console my wife because some drunk driver killed my mother-in-law. You know, yeah. it's 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 fun to drink, it's fun to celebrate and 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 be with your friends and, and do all of that stuff. But as a man, as an adult, you have to have some restraint and know. And as a millionaire, you should be able to say, yeah. "Hey, man, I'm, I'm I'm messed up. Somebody come get me. Bring bring, bring me a limo, sir. Bring bring the limo, sir." You know, you 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 out there with, with with all with all these pretty women. Hey, baby, take me home. Take take me to the hotel. I'm messed up. You know, but that's uh, there's a there's a, a real hard spot for me when it comes to uh, DUI because that's a choice that you make. You know, and and as the commercial says, hey, buzz driving is drunk driving. Yep. You know, the life that you save may be your own. You know, at that young lady. Decided not to get behind the wheel, you know. My wife will still have her mother, and my kids will still oh, have their grandma. I didn't know your. I didn't know your. Her, uh, her, her mom. Her, she died. Her mom. Your. I'm sorry. I my mother-in-law. Six years ago. I didn't know your mother-in-law, Kiwani's mom, died of a drunk driver. Yep. Wow. wow. Yep. What was this? Was this recently? Huh. This this was this was six years ago, but still, you know, it it, it still hurts. But but back back to back to football. Uh, yeah. I got away from Cleveland before I before I could say this. <clears throat> Years ago, 1989, people thought Jerry Jones 
and Jimmy Johnson were crazy. They traded their best player that they had, and Herschel Walker. And in trading him away to Minnesota, they picked up a lot of draft picks. With those draft picks, a dynasty was born. Now, I'm not saying that uh, Jimmy Haslam and the guys over in Cleveland are Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnson, but it has happened before, and it can happen again. So I I saw from things that I've seen from the Cleveland Browns that this year they were going around the corner. I didn't say they'd win the Super Bowl, but I said they they would surprise some people. But if they're going back to the drawing board and they pick up these good quality guys in this draft coming up or make some trades for some, some veteran players, you know, they they could set themselves up for in the next two to three seasons being the AFC North champion, the AFC champion, and ultimately a Super Bowl champion. All right. Hey, guys, let's, uh, what the hell are you doing, Brian? Bargling or something. All right. So check it out. Right now, on the phone, we got my man, Byron Jackson, on the phone. What's going on, Byron Jackson? Hey, Rick. How are you? Sports Appreciate you guys Rhythms. having me on. SportsRhythms.com. Is that, is that where it is, Byron? SportsRhythms.com? SportsRhythms.net. That's SportsRhythms.net. Yes. And and I must say, when I when I watched the documentary, by the way, let me reset this real quick. On the phone right now, we got Byron Jackson, brother of Deshaun Jackson, um, the famous Philadelphia Eagle, also the creator of Making of a Father's Dream, which is the documentary on Deshaun Jackson. But it's not just any documentary. It's not like I'm gonna bring in these. I'm going to bring in these uh, actors to, to play him as a kid and then move forward my, with my life. Byron has been filming this 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 documentary for the last 20 years. Is that correct, Byron? Yeah, that, that, that is actually correct. Um, I started filming this documentary probably when Deshaun was between four and five years old, right after my career in the NFL ended. I picked up a camera and I started filming pretty much everything. Deshaun as a little kid, our father, you know, pushing him to be great and to reach his dreams. And it actually happened. Man, and, and, and you went from the from your father just, he was so instrumental in, in all of you guys. I mean, from you and, and Deshaun and uh, all the way till, till your dad died. That was like... I was in tears watching the documentary. I, I can't believe that this, this, your dad was dying actually right in front of my face in the documentary and, and everything. And you could feel the the passion between all of you guys, like that that brotherly love between all of you guys in that in that documentary. It was it, it was a great a great movie you got right there, Byron. And I, I I'm telling you, everybody should go out and get this one. Yeah, I, I really appreciate that, Rick, and and you know it is a it is a great story, and you know I, it's a story based on principles, man. I mean, there's really uh, five principles that's really the core to this story, and and they are desire, dream, vision, belief, and power, and that's pretty much the cornerstone of of this journey. You know, our father Deshaun and I, my father. 
had a lot of desire for sports when he was a kid. He grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and he didn't have the opportunities that we had today as far as pursuing sports. He had to he had to work hard. He had to get a job in the steel mills. He drove streetcars back in the cold weather. And, um, you know, that desire for sports never got supported. So I think my dad, when he moved to California, he realized that he couldn't pursue his dreams. So, you know, being out here in L.A. and California and Hollywood, he had a dream that, look, I'm going to bring my son. I was living in D.C. at the time, Washington, D.C. My dad had a dream that I'm going to bring my son to California and I'm going to give him the support to play football. And he started sending me letters when I was in high school telling me, think NFL, think NFL. And I didn't start playing football until the 11th grade because I just didn't have that belief in myself, that confidence. So with my dad's support and the letters and the vision he instilled in me, I came to California and I worked hard and I started believing in myself and I actually made it to to the Kansas City Chiefs, and that's the power. You know, he gave me that power to train hard, to work, and got to Kansas City. And then I, when I got to Kansas City, I realized that, you know, this was my dad's dream. My de- my dream was, you know, when I came to L.A., Hollywood, my dream was getting into the film business and filming everything. And as, as this started happening, Deshaun started coming along, and the same thing kind of happened with him. My dad started pushing Deshaun in every sport, football, basketball, baseball. A lot of people don't even realize Deshaun was a projected first-rounder in baseball coming out of high school. But back to those principles, we all saw that Deshaun's desire was football. He wasn't going to you know, miss out on playing on a huge college football stage. His desire was just so immense for football. And, um, you know, seeing a little brother, younger little brother, with so much desire for football and, you know, an older brother that's went through, you know, all of the all of the pretty much uh teams, uh division one football college, I wanted to give Deshaun that experience and at the time I was working at a local news station as a sports producer, so I wanted to um I saw Deshaun had that desire and Deshaun had a dream. He always said as a little kid, My brother got to the NFL but I'm gonna get there and I'm gonna just blow it up so with that dream as a young kid, I wanted to give him a vision, and I had a lot of relationships in the NFL, so I took Deshaun to Kansas City Chiefs training camps and um, gave him a vision so he could see what it what it really took to make it into the NFL. And with that vision, it really gave Deshaun a lot of belief in himself. And then with that belief, uh, our dad kind of surrounded Deshaun with a team of guys, some of my ex-teammates, that surrounded him with a, a team. We called ourselves Team Jackson. That that gave Deshaun the power to train, the discipline, the work ethic. And and with that said, I was doing my desire. I was able to film my little brother and document every step of the way. And and man, this story is a lot of. There's a lot of messages in the story. And I appreciate you know Ricky watching it and and, and getting inspired by it enough to bring me on your show. But um, I think. This story is a good story for parents to see because although our dad, you know, pushed pushed me into shine, sometimes there's a thin line between pushing a kid too hard and not pushing enough. And, and I think watching this documentary, you'll see. And at the end of the day, our father got to see his dream happen. He got to see two of his sons make it to the NFL. He got to see Deshaun through one, you know, his first year in the NFL, you know, be the leading receiver for the Eagles, and he got to experience that before he passed away. Right, yeah. Um, 
you could just see, you, you can really tell watching this watching this documentary. Let me play a little clip of it real quick. So it, it's right here on SoulKitchenRadio.com. There's also a link right there on the on the page where you could uh, go to Amazon. And right now, the best price is ten dollars for this thing, or you can buy it new for fifteen twenty five on uh, on Amazon.com. Let me play this little clip, you guys, just to give you a a, a taste of what this is about. Deshaun is that hard enough to see nothing to stop him from doing what he wants to do. He just got that stuff. Soul 
Soul Kitchen Radio, we're back. And on the line, we have Byron Jackson, the brother of Deshaun Jackson, the famous Philadelphia Eagle. Byron, we just played a clip of a three-minute clip that you can find on SoulKitchenRadio.com of the making of a father's dream. Now, the now Byron, the, the title is The Making of the Father's Dream, and, it, and the whole thing was kind of about Deshaun Jackson, but it was really kind of about your dad. Did you yeah. mean for that to kind of go both ways like that? Yeah, definitely. I definitely meant it to go that way. Um, it's actually, the name of it is called Deshaun Jackson, The Making of a Father's Dream. And um, if you watch this documentary, you'll realize that the importance of a role of a father, not just a father, but the importance of a role of a parent in kids' life. And, you know, if you can imagine what I had to go through as far as putting this documentary together, over a thousand hours of footage, and every time I, you know, I, I, I log the footage, I watch the footage, I learn something. I learn something about parenting. I learn something about being a good father to my my children and my daughters. And you know, just hearing that that little trailer just just brings me back to it, man. It's like you know, a father, a, a parent's role in a kid's life is so important. I mean, and and you know, you could just tell by how Deshaun plays on a football field, his press conferences, that how important our father was in, you know, his life, my life, and, you know, the rest of my brothers and sisters' life, it, yeah. you know. So. And I got to tell you, I got I got, a, I got the pleasure to hang out with you guys when you came to Deshaun, when, when the Sports Rhythms brought the football camp and, and you allowed my kids to be part of that camp, you know, and you guys are just so down to earth, just as just humble people, um, out there in the community, I, I really enjoyed that time we spent together at that at that football camp, Byron. That was cool. No, I really re- really appreciate that, Rick. Um, that's what we're about, man. We're about you know instilling instilling principles in kids' lives and messages. You know, life is about you know learning through life and how every day you can become a better person. I don't care if you're an NFL player or if you're you know a post office person worker. You can always become better and try to achieve to um, be a good person in life and, you know, inspire the youth to become good because, you know, everybody's dream, everybody has dreams and, you know, everybody has the power to achieve their dreams. It's just a matter of, uh, of encouragement and giving kids encouragement. And I tell people all the time, you know, one of the best gifts you can give someone else is encouraging words. And it's True. a free gift. It doesn't cost anything to offer encouragement to someone you see struggling, someone you see challenged with something in life, you know, just spending five minutes, ten minutes talking to that person about, you know, being positive and overcoming obstacles. It's free information, and why not just give it out to whoever you come across? That's right. And then on, on the phone with us, part of my one of my show guys, Memphis Lou, he's, he's in Memphis. He's a cop in Memphis. Talk about positive stuff. Lou has so much positive stuff to tell all the kids. Lou, you enjoyed the you enjoyed the documentary. Say give say say hello oh, yeah. to Byron. How you doing, Byron? I'm doing good, yeah. Lou. You in Memphis? I'm, yeah, I'm I'm in Memphis and I'm a father of three little girls, so you know, I, I know how important it is to, you know, to have that positive male role model to to step up and, and do what needs to be done. So I shout out to to Pops. I know he, he's he's resting in heaven, and you know, like I said, it's just it's just very important. You know, and with with the line of work that I'm in, uh, every day, 
you know, we see the breakdown of, of the family. You know, a lot of these guys are breaking in the home, shooting each other, just doing foolishness because they didn't have that encouraging word, like you said. You know, they didn't have somebody in their corner, to, you know, to show them love and to show them attention. And they're lashing out against society because, you know, they, they want that. They want that. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, that's what uh, Sports Rhythms, uh, our company, is about, is actually uh, mm-hmm. taking those five principles, desire, dream, vision, belief, and power, and instilling that in young kids and, and, and really helping them find their desire because when a kid doesn't have desire or don't understand what they really want to do in life, they lash out. They get in trouble. They go on the streets. They... They, you know, they get in, you know, the things they shouldn't be into. So, with with the documentary, and we built, put together a curriculum around the documentary. It's geared to uh, first helping parents understand those five principles and helping pay attention to their kids and what their kids want to do. And even if, you know, a kid doesn't have a parent, there's there's community leaders, there's you know, big brother programs that we need to, you know, be more involved with. The, to help mentor young kids and help them find their true desire and then help them. I, I feel once a kid finds their desire, finds out what they really want to do in life, what do they do? You want something so bad, you desire something so much, you start dreaming about it. When you dream about right. something, you actually physically see it. You can see it with your eyes closed. And once you see something, you believe in it. You believe, man, I saw myself putting this documentary together, no matter how challenging it was, I saw myself being a director. So I started believing in it, and I, you know, did the hard work, the power, the hard work was filming. The hard work was logging thousands of hours, but it wasn't hard work because it was something I truly desired. And if we can put that message into young kids, man, the world's going to be a better place, slowly but surely. Man, that's great. Once again, once again, this uh, Deshaun Jackson is the making of a father's dream. You can find it on SoulKidsRadio.com. You can watch the clip, the three-minute clip, and you can also purchase it right there from Amazon.com. Um, Byron, one more question, man. Are we going to kick it in November 4th? Are you coming out here? Yes, I am coming out to that game. That's going to be a special game because that's actually the Oakland Raiders played the Kansas City Chiefs. I think it was in 1994. That was the first NFL game I took my little brother to, and he was on the sidelines with me. I was taking pictures. I was filming my former team, I was introducing Deshaun to my coaches and, 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 you know, just to be up there in that atmosphere. A few years later after that, me and my dad came on the sideline. We was fortunate enough to be able to come on an Oakland Raider game, um, Texans game, and, and I actually filmed that, that game. So it's going to be a special special time just to be in that atmosphere with all those great Raider fans, that great stadium. And I took Deshaun to John to when he was probably about six years old. And now he's, look at him, he's in the NFL, a superstar. You know, that just shows you how, you know, you believe in something so much. It, it happens, man. Life, life, you do the right things in life. You be a good person. You have good intent in your heart. Good things will happen, you know. They don't happen overnight, but they will happen. That's right, and and I'll be looking forward to, to hanging out with you. If, if you need two extra camera people, let me know because I could I'll put on the camera pass and come down here with you. I heard that. You know I'm going to have my camera in my hand. I don't go nowhere without it. Yeah. No, that was my plea for saying, hey, give me some passes to come with you and hang out on the field. <laughs> I'll try to work on it. You know, that NFL, NFL 
NFL properties, play. NFL, they don't play. You gotta, you gotta really, really uh, be legit, and not that you're not legit, but you really gotta have an agenda when you, you know, get down there on the sideline and with a camera in your, your hand, you really, you know, it, it's, it's difficult to get down there. Say it like yeah, that. Yeah, I actually, I actually tried to do something. I, I was, I was talking to the NFL because we were gonna, we were gonna do an Oakland Raiders documentary one time, and it was like a thousand dollars a minute to film something in inside the NFL from the trademark. We talked to them, and it was crazy. But, all right, um, uh, one last question before we let you go. When you got when you and Deshaun were sitting there watching the film and and documenting your, you guys sitting in the film room watching, watching this documentary, was that his first time watching the documentary? That was Deshaun's first time seeing, seeing some of the clips of the documentary. Every clip we watched, it was his first time watching it i mean he saw a lot of footage when he was playing because you know through the years i will always you know show him you know some of his footage on the fields to try to help him improve but he never seen uh the hours and hours of footage so yeah that was a you know first time deshaun had been exposed to to the depth of the footage so it was that really was cool. and i, and I noticed really that watching it and he was like, yeah, "Oh yeah. wow, I remember that. Oh God, oh that was cool." You know, it was. It, it's a great documentary, uh, Byron. I just got to tell you, man. It's. It, I. I swear, I'm not lying when I say it's probably one of the best documentaries I ever seen, uh, especially as a football fan. And and that just made me even more of a Deshaun Jackson fan, and uh, and a Jackson family fan because you guys, you guys together the way you put the whole crew together the the training group you got to stay with them all the way to the all the way to the end we got to see the the scouts come into your house we got to see the 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 aching pains that you're going through during the during the draft when Deshaun gets passed up um the heartbreak when 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 uh Andy Andy Reid calls him and tells him that, you know, your family, your your team cannot be part of this no more. I mean, just the whole thing was just there's so many different little parts of it that as a football fan, we 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 wonder what what happens. Yeah. And, yeah, and no. you get to see it all right there. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And you said some key things. Uh it it really was a team, a family environment that we provided for Deshaun and you know, that's another message that, you know, this documentary can put out there it takes a team it takes a village to raise a kid and you know it's it's a lot of team building things that you can get away from this this documentary i mean even for me putting this documentary together i couldn't do it all by myself i had to surround myself with a good group of you know other filmmakers that helped me accomplish my dream you know it took a dream to help Deshaun get to the nfl it took a i'm sorry it took a team to help Deshaun get to the nfl it also took a a powerful team that helped me accomplish my dream and finish this documentary. I mean, you know, for one, Travis Clark, he helped me film for years and he was very instrumental in getting like a lot of lot of lot of footage and and also uh, you know, the Conweiser brothers, uh some veteran filmmakers that came in and helped me, you know, pull this whole story together and go through a lot of a lot of uh integral things with the uh film process and getting it distribution deals so you know i tell deshaun all the time you know sometimes i think you know it might be harder to get a feature film completed than make it into the nfl and he laughs at me you're not taking these hits no more are you (laughs) so so yeah no i appreciate it rick and um you know once again if there's a 
anyone wants to see it. Uh, it's also playing right now on DirecTV pay-per-view, so you can um, type in, do the search for Deshaun Jackson and making of a first-rounder on DirecTV, and it's also available there, and also Amazon.com. So, Are you still trying to sell it to HBO? HBO I, you know, we, 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 after the pay-per-view run, um, we're looking at some, some other platforms to uh, air it. Um, you know, I don't want to put no names out there, but you know, we're we're, we're looking into um, our next platform to release it on television. So, HBO's options, ESPN, Fox Sports. You know, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of other avenues to go. But right now, I'm just I'm just enjoying where it is now. You know, I, I get to turn on Directv and see you know our family journey and see it up there, and you know, just to get to hear a lot. I'm hearing a lot of great feedback from people like yourself, Rick, and everyone that's watched it has given me, like, a lot of positive feedback, how it's, you know, impacting their lives, how they're understanding, you know, their importance with raising their kids and how young kids are getting inspired by seeing this little Deshaun Jackson as a little skinny kid make it all the way to the NFL, not just make it, but succeed at the level he's succeeding at. And all of the, you know, challenges that he went through in his life, being a small little kid and not, not, you know, having an opportunity to play as a young kid, and, and it just shows anybody that, you know, if you really have have, you know, the desire in your heart and you you work hard, there's nothing under the sun you can't do. That's right. Okay. Well, Byron, you know, this is a fantasy football mm-hmm. show. Do you play fantasy football? You know what. I'm an editor for Fox Sports, and I watch so much sports every day. I do not play fantasy football. I never have, but um, my wife was my wife wants to play. She said next year we're going to play. So I, <laughs> me, I, I, I don't play, but I'm around it, and I'm I'm actually I film a lot of uh, my friends doing their drafts and everything. I'm a, I'm a, I'm I'm a true documentarian. I film Rick almost every day of my life. I pick up my camera and I document something. That's where I get my my enjoyment from filming life. I love, I love life. I love filming what goes on in life, and it just keeps me happy being able to film life and and, and show stories that can impact people's lives. So, cool. you, all right, Byron. Byron will, are you a Kansas ahead. City Chiefs fan? <laughs> Sorry, Byron. I got one thing. I'm a huge Cowboy fan. So if you could tell your brother, take it easy on us. <laughs> I will say it's some uh, Memphis Little Gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. You know, when Deshaun's on that football field, he's he's one of the most competitive people in, in in the world. I mean, he will do whatever it takes to win. I mean, I remember him being a little kid. We was playing basketball. He would he would almost cheat to win. I'm like, come on, Deshaun, it's all right to lose. You're playing a grown man, but he didn't care. He wanted to win, so. It's going to be hard to tell them to take it easy on the Cowboys. <laughs> hey, it was Byron, what do you, this is Brian. What do you think about your Chiefs? I'm a sports fan. I'm a, yeah. I'm, you know, I, I see two teams playing. I might go into the game rooting for one team by the end of the game. If right. the other team's down, I might start rooting for the other team. I just like seeing good games and seeing competitive games and seeing how – the momentum can change the game and seeing, you know, the different mood swings. So I just pay attention to sports in general. I don't really get caught up in um, wins and losses so much. You know, of course I root for Deshaun when he's playing yeah. teams. And, you know, my second my second favorite team is – well, actually my first favorite team is the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's where I was born and 
all of my family's from. I always have a soft side for the Steelers. But, you know, as far as, like, Kansas City Chiefs, you know, I have a soft side for them when they're playing someone that I really don't have no ties to. I always root for them. Just seeing that red and white and that KC helmet, you know, just kind of brings up all types of memories of my first days in training camp. Like, it was kind of unbelievable that I was wearing a Kansas City Chiefs helmet. So, you know, I, mm-hmm. I always love those colors, uh, you know, being able and to they're, and they're And they're true fans, too, man. I was at the Kansas City Dolphins game. I'm a huge Dolphins fan. And Dolphins fans are, are fly-by-nighters, you know. They'll, they'll show up when the team wins. But Kansas City Chiefs, they're there at heart. And it's great oh, to yeah. see a great organization like that team, you know. And, you know, I, I respect your brother a lot, man. I had him a lot of my fantasy leagues. I mean, the guy is – what he did against the Giants in that game, I mean, I was just like, wow, I won so much. I won money on that game. <laughs> you returned that kick back. That was just, that was just amazing. And, uh, I mean, what you do, like, I, you know, I'm, I'm Brian. I'm the, uh, the other sports guy. Um, I totally agree with what you said. You know, you need somebody in your life that's just going to support you and tell you that you have the talent to do what you want to do. You know, and, and as I, you know, was growing up, I never was told that by my father, you know. And that's the that's the struggle that we have to deal with sometimes. And you always got to stay positive. I mean, you got to surround yourself around positive people. You got to surround yourself around the right people that are going to bring you to where you need to be. Yeah, no, thank you. That's so true. And, um, you know, your experiences with your dad is only going to make you a better person now to your kids and, you know, kids that you're around, so. Do you know Kenny Powell by any chance? Kenny you know Powell. Kenny, right? Kenny Powell, no. He's in, he, he, played, he played with the Buffalo Bills. He does acting now, too. He's my friend. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's probably, right probably. Cool. All right, Byron. Well, we're going to let you go, man. We've got 15 minutes to kick off, and yeah. you go ahead and enjoy, enjoy your Sunday today with your family and, and football, and uh, and I'll talk to you soon. We'll We'll kick in on November 4th. Okay, well, it's a pleasure. Thank you for having me on your show, and, you know, good luck with yeah, the rest of it. man. All right, no problem. Thank you. All right, take care. See you later. All right, take care. What's up? This is Deshaun Jackson, Philadelphia Eagles, and you listen to Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. We just got off the phone with uh, Byron Jackson. Once again, it's Deshaun Jackson's Making of a Father's Dream. You can get it right there on soulkitchenradio.com, or you can watch it on DirecTV. Um, make sure you pick it up. Amazon.com is where you purchase it, $15 or something like that. Or you could even rent it for $3.99 for seven days. I mean, it's worth it. Watch it. Once you rent it, you're going to want to buy it. So Kit the Ready will be right back for more fantasy football. Radio. 
You are now tuned in to the Soul Kitchen Radio Sports Show. You play to win the game. You play to win the game. You have something to say, call right now. 714-694-4150. Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. All right, Soul Kitchen Radio, we're back. That was that was Byron Jackson. But now let's get back to our our question of the day for Facebook. I got a lot of responses so far. Should Alden Smith play today? Um, and, and let me just go through some of the some of the questions. Um, I think the only uh, this is Dave Dave Levi Levy. I think the only way he learns this is the only way he learns is to sit him for a game. Too bad this ain't high school football. There are too many other people's livelihoods on the line. That's why they almost have to play him. Damn shame. And he's a Niner fan. Um, Ernesto Campos, no, but yes. Jason's unseenery, fuck yeah, he should. He is unhuman, dope as he is. Um, Sean Hallog says play. Yolanda says play. And Autumn says hell no, he don't know how to behave off the field. He can sit his ass on the bench. All right, so that's a bunch of stuff on the Facebook page. Um should he play? Um, all right, so let's get back to let's get back to some fantasy football. <clears throat> let's start with uh, let's start with some tight ends. The the week three tight ends. I got Martellus Bennett, top three tight ends from so far in the league from the past two weeks. Martellus Bennett has three touchdowns, ten receptions, 125 yards. Um, Owen Daniels has three touchdowns, seven receptions, 91 yards. Julius Thomas, he only has three touchdowns. I, I say only because he probably should have had more last week, but he has 11 receptions, 157 yards, and yes, I am playing him. I'm a Raider fan. I hate playing him, but I'm also a fantasy football winner, so I have to play him. So Memphis Lou, what do you got right there with the uh, with the running backs? Uh, running backs, real quick. Adrian Peterson, even though he's not looking like the great, great, great Adrian Peterson we know, still running. He's getting his yards off those one or two long runs a game. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, he kind of started out slow, but Skittles is getting it done. Um, no Sean Moreno, 22 points last week. I think uh, it, it's not going to be a high-flying event with the um, with the Broncos and the Raiders, so I'm going to go with no Sean Moreno and run DMC. They're going to grind it out this week. With Reggie Bell, I'm sorry, Reggie Bush being out this week, start Joyk Bell. There will be room oh, yeah. uh, for people to, to, to run Joyk Bell. He's going to get your points. Uh, <clears throat> I got a flex guy out of Cincinnati, Giovanni Bernard. Uh, he had 17 points last week in PPR. He's handcuffed to a law firm, Ben Jarvis Green Ellis, but this guy is still good. And my last guy, out of Green Bay, James Starks, 22 points in PPR last week. Eddie Lacy is out with the concussion, so Starks will get the nod today. Ride him to victory. 100 yards he's going to go. Two touchdowns, hopefully. Wow. Well, you think he's going to get another 100 yards like he did last week? I, I think so. he's, I, I think it's possible. This guy could be trying to take Eddie Lacy's job, you know. I mean, Green Bay hasn't had a 1,000-yard rusher. Starks has a lot of talent. It's just not used well. Or he might be looking for another job somewhere else. <laughs> wow. Uh, also, so, uh, the, the ticker for Washington, Kai Forbath, is inactive, 
and it, it's crazy. I'm, I'm on a fantasy football team telling you who to start and sit, and I almost let him ride in one of my leagues. So check your teams, guys. Check your I teams. I know. Yeah, that's 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 one bad part of having uh like seven leagues. I don't I don't yeah. remember who I have where. Like I kept going back and forth. I know I got Reggie Bush in one of these leagues. I got to keep opening up all my apps and opening up all my teams exactly. and finding out where I have him. And th- was I going to play him? Was I not going to play him? Play him? Not play him? I did had a I did have a, a question earlier from the chat room: Darrell Scott or David Wilson? What do you guys think? Uh. Oh. Darrell Scott. Darrell Scott is Can you go David to the Wilson. Wire and find anybody else? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I actually me... played Darrell Scott last week, and he had a one-yard touchdown. So that 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 helped me out a little bit. I don't bit. know. I think I think David Wilson's due to come out of a out of a slump. Uh, they're playing right. Carolina. I mean, Carolina's not. I'm not really sold on Carolina. I could see Wilson having a touchdown. Is it a PBR league? He also he also returns punts. So. I think David well, Dave Wilson might be the play, but that's a that's a tough call. But I, I would go with Dave Wilson. Um, I'm gonna ride with Brian and say Wilson. I'm just not so yeah, he, he got it. He got embarrassed with all those fumbles at uh, yeah. Cowboys. So, yeah. He's got talent, man. From D Tech, he just can't get his crap together. He is. So yeah. Okay, we we change that. We go David Wilson for that one um, because you know I heard he's holding the, he's holding the football like a baby now. Yeah. He's like an infant. He's like, oh, this infant is not going to fall out of my hands. He learned his lesson. They don't, we're going to drop your ass. Give us some wide receivers real quick, Brian. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do it real quick. I mean, Eddie, Eddie Royal, man, has five touchdowns this whole season. Eddie Royal is a number one receiver right now for the, you know, the Chargers. He had three touchdowns for about 115 yards. Calvin Johnson, six receptions for 116 yards. Mike Wallace, nine receptions for 115 yards. And Des Bryant. Uh, one touchdown for over 100 yards. Um, you know, is Eddie Royal going to be a starter that you want to start every day? I, I, I don't know. I would say he's more of a three at best right now. Um, you still are we sold on Philip Rivers? I don't know. But Philip Rivers has looked absolutely amazing. Maybe maybe McCoy is really the guy that that, that just got this guy's head out of his ass. So, um, no, I think – let me we, tell you about Eddie Royal. I think Eddie Royal is is underrated because yeah. – if you if you don't remember from the last two years, Eddie Royal smoked me for the last two years when he was playing for Denver. When Denver Definitely. didn't even have a team, Eddie Royal would just come out of nowhere, yeah. run back. He ran back like three kicks one night on on me, three kickoff returns. He, I think it was two punt returns and a kickoff return for a touchdown that that made me just kick my ass in the league. So Eddie Royal is very underrated, and he's starting to really show himself. Um, being the number one guy, especially with, with Malcolm Floyd out in San Diego. Yeah, and I picked him up in my league. I just haven't decided what I'm going to start him yet. Not yet. Um, guys, from this week, you got to start Calvin Johnson. Um, I think he's going to have, you know, a huge game against Washington. Washington hasn't shown anything lately. I mean, he, you know, he led it up last week with two touchdowns. And, I mean, Calvin Johnson's a must-start. I mean, is A.J. Green going to come out and actually have a good game? I mean, he had a horrible game against a really bad Pittsburgh team. Um, and Green Bay's secondary is not that good. I could see A.J. Green definitely lighting it up for one touchdown. Uh, Brandon Marshall, again, on Sunday night, you want that late action. Uh, you know, you got Brandon Marshall. It's going to definitely, he's having, you know, a great year this year. Him and Bennett are just teaming up in so many ways. Against, again, a very average Pittsburgh secondary. And 
not a really sold Pittsburgh team. I think Demarius Thomas is just going to light the Raiders up. I mean, the Raiders should get lit up like Christmas Christmas decorations on uh, Monday. Uh, but you know what? You never know. Uh, Eric, did you a good play this week, Brian? No. No. No, I think I think you got to go with what, what, Thomas. What's wrong with Eric Decker, man? Uh, I don't know. He's just I don't know. you got too many receivers there. I think like you got to start new Sean Marino. I think new Sean's going to be like as Lewis and I know the guy has so much freaking talent. I mean he's better than Ball. He's better than Rodney Hillman. I saw Rodney Hillman play at San Diego State. They're talking about how he's going to be so great, but I think no Sean Marino is really going to take that running back by by storm. And if Denver has a good running game and they get Miller and Jeff Bailey back, watch out. They they could really make some noise. But, again, I'm still not still on Peyton Manning in the playoffs. But I think Brian Harline's a must-start this week. I think they're going to double-team Wallace this week. I don't know. Brandon Gibson's kind of a little hurt. I think Harline could light Falcons up. I mean, they're going to Falcons have two rookies in the secondary, Trufford and Alford. And, uh, I mean, I think Harline's obviously a really good play. I mean, those are my top five. Eddie Royal, you can throw in there. You don't know who's going to come out of the woodworks. Look at Donnie Avery. It had 157, 147 yards, nine receptions from Kansas City. I mean, who thought that was going to happen? Avery was a pretty good player out of St. Louis, too. You remember what about What about, uh, uh, would you play Michael Floyd or Alshon Jeffrey? Um, oh, definitely Michael Floyd. I would definitely I'm not, I'm not sold on Jeffries. He's kind of a bust out of South Carolina. Um, you know, I, I think I think another guy. Um, you know, right now the Patriots are just gonna just gonna lead on Julie Edelman. I mean, that's the only person Brady can throw to today. Uh, guys, let me let me tell you this breaking news. And this and, and me and my wife are sitting here watching the NFL Network today. You know, they always have the Stardom and Sit'em banner, right? That goes across. Am, uh, stardom, Sit'em, Stardom, yeah. Sit'em. Names you never see on that. You never see Aaron Rodgers. You never see you never see uh Drew Brees. You never see Matt Ryan. Um but you know who we've seen today? We've seen Tom Brady. And Tom Brady's name came in the sit 'em list. Yeah on wow. NFL yeah, Network. Not bad. Wow. That is ridiculous. So mm-hmm. I I've never seen that. That that's history making. He's out of the elite. Is he no longer elite, Tom Brady? Uh, he's no receivers. That's the problem. I mean, they're looking at Brandon Lloyd right now and uh, Deion Branch. He, Brady's been texting him back and forth. Brandon Lloyd was a chemistry problem there and uh, with the Patriots. And, you know, he's, he's actually filming movies now. He was in a couple of movies. He's a producer, a director. And he's like, oh, you know, I'll come back when my, my movie debut is over or something. And Deion Branch is this old. So the Patriots are really, I mean, they're they're struggling. That's why they're probably saying sit them. I mean, they got nobody to receive for Tompkins, uh, Dobson, Boyce. I mean, they might as well put me, you, and Lewis out there. Maybe we might even have a shot. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, Edelman's the number one, and they don't know when Grok's going to come back. Danny Amardello is just injury prone. And you have Tom Brady in one of your leagues. I mean, who, who's your backup quarterback? Russell um. Wilson? No, my back. I don't have a backup quarterback in that league, so I'm I'm yeah, rolling with Tom Brady. That's the way. That's the I way it's do. going. I would try. I mean, I would, you really, know what I would do? I would try to trade Brady. Like I'm trying to get rid of Ridley. Um, I I, I can't stand Steve Ridley. I, I want him off my team. I want nothing to do with any, him and at all. Go ahead, Lou. What were you about to say? 
you know, e- even though they say that, man, Tom Brady is still Tom Brady, and he, he may not he may not get you fifty sixty points today, but he, he will get you you know mid twenties, and in most leagues that will be enough to get you by and get you the dub. So, uh, damn, what ESPN is Soul Kitchen Radio, Luke Evans, Luke says, put Tom Brady on the field, let him play. All right, there it is. Hey guys, we're out of time. It's time to to watch some football. Get your last words in, Lou. Go ahead. Oh, today you will see the Dallas Cowboys rough up that little peewee team from St. Louis. They're going to step up. You're going to see Romo throwing DeMarco Murray running. There's Brian catching touchdowns. Derek Cook, baby. Go ahead, Brian. Uh, I'm laughing my ass off. You better say the Cowboys are always going to win. Here, here's the question, guys, of the day. Uh, are the Dolphins going to go 3-0 and and be a legit team? Again, I'm not sold on the Dolphins yet. But if they beat the Falcons, even though the Falcons are injury-prone, this team is 3-0. and This team goes into New Orleans next week. This team might be legit. So let's see if the Dolphins' defense is going to stop Matt Ryan today. Let's see if the offense is going to step up and they're going to, there's going to, Charles Clay is going to come out of the woodworks again. Uh, I'm not sold. Prove me wrong. And, hey, Dolphins fans, if you're going to support a Dolphins fan, why don't you call the show? I'm calling all the Dolphins fans out because 95% of you guys are fake. And that's why I don't like going to games anymore. Peace out. All right. There it is. And, and Monday night you're going to see history in the making. The oh. underdog, minus 15.5 points, is going to come up and beat the Denver Broncos in Denver. Raiders, baby. We're out. Money line. Money line on that. On so Kitchen Wednesday. Bryan is the star of the Dallas Cowboys. That team is going to go as far as Des Bryan will take. On so Kitchen Wednesday. It means you start to weed out the people who don't really want to play fantasy football. On so Kitchen Wednesday. Uh, the bleeding hemorrhoids. I don't even know what my team What is my team's name? Yeah, baby. I'm just over here. I got my lucky chicken with me. Making me feel good. On so Giving me all the answers that I need is where we separate the men from the boys. You know, this is when you find out, you know, who's doing their homework, who's looking at the waiver wire, who's digging deep. You don't know. Not yet. No. Welcome back. Welcome to Radio Fantasy Football. On So Kitchen Radio. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.